Mama. I'm Macy. And I'm Amy. Welcome and this is to Rock Me Mama. Mama. I'll practice my singing voice for episode six. <laughs> episode five. Touched out. Touched out. Can Touched. I get an amen? Oh. <laughs> they say, and they say this like in the what to expect, you know, like the email that comes every week. Did you get that? What to expect? What did you sign up for? I signed up for some shit that comes every week and it's like, do you still out. get it? I do. I don't really read it, but I, but it's like other moms too, like oh, yeah. chime in, but it's just the touched out. It's like the get ready to be touched out. Mm-hmm. And the- you are, we are two years postpartum and I'm I still touched out. still say I'm touched yeah. out probably more now than I was early postpartum to be honest. I think it's more of a, like, you just know how to handle it better because you're just kind of so used to everyone needing you and wanting you and touching you. I'm also pregnant. Maybe that's part of it, too. You're pregnant. You're real pregnant. Yeah. Like, you can rub my belly, but if you come up from up from behind and... <laughs> and, boy, <Back> do men, <laughs> and boy, do men like to come from behind. They love to Swoop get on, on behind in. you mm-hmm. and do the little press the hips. It's and a poke. Poke. Yeah, it's a poke. It's a woodpecker. And the poke used to be invited. It used to be something like, oh, that's a little poke. Let's see where this goes. And then you have a kid and you're like... I recoil. I... I, Yeah. (laughs) Please don't. Clench your butt cheeks. Yeah. Specifically right now. I just like there's... She's she's closed for business. We're shut down, you know? Well, you have your... You have Eli. Yeah. You have Wyatt inside. You have Chase. That's a lot. And everybody lot wants to. And then also when you're pregnant, everybody touches you. Yeah. I just, no touchy, please. I, I Actually, I don't mind if people I rub do. my belly. I do. I've been touching your belly. I, I wasn't doing it for him. a while, but now that you're so pregnant, I've been touching recently. Well, and he moves so much. Yeah. Like y'all both just got to feel him. And I hope that that's like. Oh, I don't care about that. I'd rather, okay. do, I'd rather people do that right now. And women too. You're like, I'm not trying to like fuck you. Yeah, no, I don't care. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's just when you know the expectation is from your husband or, you know, it's like from the, a place of needing and a need. and need isn't always sexual. sexual. No, it's not. It can be I've had a hard day. I need a hug, which I sound awful making that sound like that's a bad thing. But like sometimes no. truly at the end of the day, you're like, if you even breathe on yeah. me, like I will snap. I remember those days. I mean, I'm touched out just because there's my husband, my kid, the dog staring at my in me, in in me, the dog st- <laughs> into my the soul. dog staring in me. <laughs> no, the dog staring at my into my fucking eyes all day, stalking me. And you guys he does both, make eye contact. You guys both know my dog. It's, like, makes it's eye contact. An, an unreasonable amount of stalking. Yeah. And and then you know, and then Farah wants to be held all day, and I have to do everything with her and like i said my career is picking up a lot again so i'm yeah constantly having to do work on my phone and work and then she does not you know toddlers don't want you on your phone no. babies don't want you on your phone you're no. not allowed to be on the phone you're not allowed to focus on anything other than them right so then it's the grabbing and the touching and lately she's been she doesn't nurse any we stopped nursing at 16 months but she's been like grabbing my boobs lately and being like wow oh well she just wants to see she what, looks at them yeah. and she touches them and goes wow and then nick goes oh yeah wow and i'm like you get oh, out of here boy yeah i'm like don't even try yeah Mm-mm. but 
You're just being touched and needed and wanted. And it's very hard sometimes to feel like a person. Yeah. You don't feel like a person. You feel like a fucking thing. This, I think, you know, this whole podcast is the idea of more so new motherhood. Yeah. Versus... I'm sure you know, mothers that have kids that are older are touched out too, though. For because sure. Kids just grab you. Like, mom is, there's no boundaries with mom. No, 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 no. There's not. No. But that, this is more of like a new motherhood podcast mm-hmm. because that's where we're at. And so, to touch on that even more, like the postpartum version of touched out is, you know, you're, first of all, you're, this, and this, this episode isn't about like sex for the first time after having a kid but like could go there but that's a whole different thing too like there's fear associated with it to some degree or trauma i should say yeah and fear and then also you don't feel like it's your body so i i do remember there were some times where chase would like touch my stomach or something and i would just without even realizing it kind of be like ooh, because like it didn't feel like because it's not my normal body you know and I don't, it wasn't even a like oh I'm self conscious it was just like a natural like reaction of like oh wait it feels weird you know what I mean yeah and that's a thing and then when you're pregnant you I, you I, you just don't some want, women don't want to get fucked their whole pregnancy yeah that's not I me. have friends that were like I could not get enough sex I don't whatever uh, well, I'm not gonna tell them I, good for them good for your husband there's lots of women that love pregnant sex I think there was a time in my pregnancy where I was like a little hornier but for the most part my pregnancy was like pretty bleak I had a few it times. was pretty bleak for Nick it was like yeah. don't go come on like every time you would try I would be like are you fucking serious yeah. I had a few times during first trimester but I think it was from dreams pregnancy dreams yeah, yeah. and I would roll over and be like Let's go. Let's go. And Chase was like, am I dreaming? And yeah. Yeah. That's like, how they always are. Yeah, They're like, yeah. is this real? He's like, are you sure? I'm like, are you questioning? Yeah. Um, Do you want the moment to I end? Had, there were like, I, I think three times. And I remember them specifically because I was like, wow, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. But then it just fades. And yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. And then just postpartum. I mean, like, I remember getting cleared for sex, but being like, just scared to do it just because like for you, sure you don't you, you feel really like you're very vulnerable down there and well you don't know what it looks like or at least i didn't feel check. good uh, at all mm-mm. um and then your husband's like am i hurting you and whatever and you're like yeah this hurts yeah um but well, then also just looking at my body and being like like i don't feel sexy at all mm-hmm and and you're just engor your breasts are engorged and your stomach is like a loose like bag mm-hmm. and your <laughs> and your thighs are just like yeah everything is just <laughs> gross and your butt is saggy pregnant like yeah saggy it's a sad little pancake yeah. yeah yeah it's really sad and you also have a kid that's like needing you all the time that you're like. I I remember feeling a deep sense of it's me and her against the world. And that includes him. Yeah. And I I really did feel very much like he was on the other side. Yeah. And, and it was her and her and I, and, and, and then there was him Mm -hmm. and the dog and family and Mm -hmm. friends and everyone. And they were all over here. And I feel guilty saying that. And I've, no, I, I've, I, I felt guilty at the time yeah, because I know all he wanted to do was be like with us. Oh, and help as much as he could. But but I did feel this like profound sense of 
me and her against the world. Yeah. Well, and because especially in those first yeah, God, several months we're fighting to to get this. We're fighting to nail this. Her. Yeah, and it's and anyone that comes in the way is interfering yeah. with this, and anyone else needing anything from me is taking from you. Mm-hmm. And like it just felt like he was not the enemy, but it, I did feel very much separate from him. Yeah. Well, everything that you have to give everything that you have to give is given to your kid. Yeah. Whether that's you have your emotions your or your you really body don't. or anything else. And so if that need for touch, like I said, even if that's so much as a hug, like you sometimes just, you don't, you cannot do that Yeah, because you have been giving yeah. all of that to your kid. And even if you are a touchy feely, cause I would consider myself a touchy feely person. I love little grazes or hugs yeah. or like if I'm, having a conversation with you, it's very easy for me just to like naturally do this. But I, I, there's something about when you become a mom that like having one more thing touch you is just like, get off of me. I mean, the dog, especially, I remember like Tito was our baby before Mm -hmm. we had Farah, and Mm -hmm. now he's a dog. Yeah. And like he, we call him the great depression because he went through a very large, long mourning process of being like, I used to be a child and now I'm a dog. Yeah. But I remember the feeling of like hate, almost hatred towards yeah, my dog. Yeah, uh, hatred. Where <laughs> I was like, get the fuck mm-hmm. away from me. We, um, the listeners don't know this yet. We did have a dog and we gave her away. She okay. lives with my mother-in-law. So she's in a great she's spot. Well like kept, yeah. We made sure it was somebody like we still see her. We made sure it was somebody that we I understand knew she knew, but we could we she became a dog. The neediness and the whining and the barking and the whole thing. When you're postpartum, if she I mean, did this to me one more time. Yeah, I also I was afraid for my kid in the beginning because Tito doesn't know his strength and yeah. he would want to jump on the bed and I'd be on the bed breastfeeding with a C section scar. Yeah wounded and i would be like he's gonna hurt us mm-hmm. he doesn't understand he doesn't get it. yeah and so i had very strict rules about the bedroom with him like at first because he kept jumping on the bed and really scaring us and it was like that was the beginning i think of me really feeling like get this fucking thing away from me yeah it's a protective thing at first then i started now he's so great with my kid, like they're best friends. So it, I have to be cool with it, but I still have it. I mean, there are times where he's whining in my face and she's whining in my face and the TV is blasting mm-hmm. and I'm burning my fucking pancakes that I'm making for her. And Nick's upstairs working on his headphones blissfully. And I'm like, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, so overstimulated. I'm just overstimulated. And the dog whining in your face, it's different with the kid because. Your kid, you love more than anything in the world. Yeah. Your dog, you're like, you don't get to annoy me Mm -mm. in the capacity that you're annoying me. Mm -mm. (laughs) You don't get to. No. Because I'll throw your ass on the street. Yes. I mean, my husband would never let me do that. He would, he would more soon. Tito better throw me on the street. Thank you prayers yeah, every night to for Nick. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Nick holds it down for Tito. And I love my dog. He's so cute. Like you guys, seriously, like you'll, if you yeah, follow, she loves her dog a lot. you follow me on Instagram, you will, you, and you go way back deep. You'll see a lot of pictures of Tito. You rarely see them now. Way down there. Way down. <laughs> but Tito is I a was cute. the same with Lola. Tito's a cute fucking dog. He's I mean, he's dog. An, Amer- uh, um, an old English bulldog. He's very cute, but 
he is so annoying. Mm -hmm. And and just being touched out like to that degree where you're just you're doing everything and then you're doing a million things and you look down and there's a dog being like yeah great like yeah. scratching at you you're like motherfucker you better I will, back up yeah i will die if you, you better try back this up. again you will die if i if you try this yeah. again yeah well and then the there's a disconnect you know back to postpartum and being touched out there is a disconnect between your body being anything other than for your baby yes so Especially with breastfeeding. Yes. And so, and you and I both breastfed for 15 months. Yeah. And so that's all, that's all I could see them as them being my boobies. That's all I could see them being good for and used for. Yes. Because I I could not separate, this is food for Eli. This is fun for Chase. Like I couldn't, it wasn't possible. And I think it really, and this is super personal. But like what really fucked with me is my nipples are like a source of sexual, you know, like yeah, it's like a yeah, part of yeah. sex for me that I feel like I had to let go of that because mm. I didn't want to associate my nipples with sexual yeah. pleasure because yeah. I associated them only with feeding my kid. Yeah. So when I would try to have sex with my husband, he would immediately go there and I'd be like, those are off like limits right knew. now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you there. Right. I don't want you touching them because they're not to be used for that. It feels weird. And it took weird. me, I couldn't enjoy sex when I was breastfeeding. I'll be yeah. honest. That's kind of how. That's I could not our, enjoy sex when I was breastfeeding. It our took, sex life changed. It took. After that too. Stopping breastfeeding yeah. for at least a couple months for me to even be able to feel like at all like I could try mm-hmm. to get uh, enjoy sex mm-hmm. that's when it shifted for us too and I think a lot of that's because of hormones as well because yeah, absolutely because like man if we could blame everything on hormones then I would but but it's also the physical like someone is suckling on your boob six to eight times a day like mm-hmm. why would you want anyone else suckling on your boob you wouldn't no and guys don't I don't think they understand that like it is a disassociation. It's a disassociation. Yeah. You you are you shut that. Yeah. It's a disconnect between your body specifically. Well, you also being. have to shut it down because it's so painful at first. You yeah. have to learn how to deal with the pain and the it's like a constant because they're nursing for so long, for so many Mm-hmm. hours and hours you're nursing over and over yeah you have to disassociate so that you can get through it right and well, so you can't just tap back in and be like oh now it's for se- now yeah. it's hot no there's no combination no. it's it's one or the other well and then you know you go through that whole stage of them being engorged and then them hurting and then all that and then after you I don't. I can't speak for your boobs. You still look really perky to me, which is lucky for they you. They have survived a little. Yeah, bit. I don't know how you're still like that. But they didn't. They were two little dead bird heads. Okay, and then all of a sudden, mine recently they're coming back to life. They look really. Yeah, they, they are coming really back to life. Anyways, mine um, <laughs> didn't come back to life. They look like. Um, yeah, but you're pregnant again, so yours are. Oh well, now they're again. great. But at the end. This is so, they look so sad. They're so <laughs> so floppy. They look like my friend Fiona, who I mentioned in the last episode. <laughs> She's British, and so I'm not going to try to imitate her. But hearing her say this is even funnier. She she was the one that was I said four yeah. months ahead of me. 
And she didn't get to breastfeed her son as long as she had hoped for, but she did do it. And so hers went through the stage of like being Pamela Anderson to kind of leveling out and being pretty Mm -hmm. and then to being, as she would call it, holding up a sock and there being a boiled egg in the bottom of it. Yeah. So like you hold, like the sock is like You hold up a sock in it. And there's a dead, no. Literally like a boiled egg just hanging at the bottom. And so you like, that's kind of like flat, flat, flat. And then it's like, think. Yeah. You know, that's mine for sure went there. So all that to say. Yeah. You go through the stage. My mom called them fried, used to call them fried eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Like, yeah. And so then you go through the stage of like having to adjust to whatever those things are again. And like you lay down and it's like a piece of paper. It's so thin. But then there's this like. And I'm like, there is no way he wants to touch. Like, it's just, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I remember when I first got my boobs. Here's a change in subject. But like, I remember when I first got my boobs and went through puberty. Because I went through puberty pretty late. I was like, I didn't get my period till I was almost, till I was 15 or 16. Mm. Uh, most girls get them at like 11 or 12 or 13 or something. I was like... 15 or 16 and my boobs grew like over one summer and I was like these things are fucking great Mm -hmm. who wants to see them (laughs) literally I was like anybody who wants to see them and I was so proud of my tits like I love I I loved my tits and so to have those taken away yeah and now I mean they're better than they were right after breastfeeding but they ain't what they used to be they're they're a shell they're of their former great. selves. Wow, they're a shell of their former selves. They used to be great, and now they're just like I would never. I used to not wear bras. I would never not wear a bra now. Really? No. Hmm. Well, I would not either. But I think that's. I would never not wear a bra because I just feel I don't. I just don't feel confident yeah. the way I used to. Also, once you breastfed, there's more skin. There's just more stuff. So much so you're not going to just like throw in a tank top and call it a day you're going to be like i want something to hold these babies yeah they need a little support yeah a little lifting what about your vagina like how do you feel about your vagina after birth like what is that it does it go back i had i don't know because i had a c yeah i would say so do you feel like does it how long does it take till you'll feel like confident about your veg man i'm trying to think ask me and five weeks and i'll have a better answer i have a friend who's having a vaginal rejuvenation surgery really yeah. how many kids has she had she's had two but she's just she's okay. having some sort of um something plasty i forget what it's called but oh they're kind of just like tucking everything and doing everything really and, yeah interesting because she was like it's all yeah stuff. she's like stuff just is going on i mean i don't Chase has never commented on it feeling differently. I will say, I mean, I, God I, forbid, what if he? Well, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. this doesn't feel. I'd be, I'd be like, like, do your want to be celibate for the rest of yeah. your life? Then, um, but I, I have talked to you about this before. I never really had a camel toe until after giving birth. So there's something shifted. Yeah, there <laughs> where I used to be able to wear. Well, you don't wear underwear. Yeah, but that was always the case. But that's weird. So, well, you gotta wear underwear. You know, now you gotta. Well, I do. I do right now. I do right now. (laughs) (laughs) I've always worn underwear. I would never because I don't want my. I can't have the things rubbing against things. I live in spandex. Yeah, so it feels like underwear for me. I only wear spandex. If I'm in a dress, I wear underwear because that's too much freedom. You know. Yeah. Or like jeans. No, thank you. 
Jeans, like, so I, thank God you wear underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not psycho. Okay. It, it's really, it's, when I say yeah. I don't, it's like sweatpants or things. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or span, like what I wear 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never, I never really had one until after and it, it was when I started working out again and wearing my like tip normal spandex that I was like, there's a distinction yeah, right here and right here. I still, it is well, what Well, I'm it sure is. Chase doesn't mind. I'm sure he's he like. He doesn't. We've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'd rather it look like that than not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like, like I'm actually loving yeah. this camel toe moment for you. He's like, this is a moment. I'm living for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is this exact jumpsuit that I'm wearing right now. Does it give you mad camel toe? Yes. My husband informed me of that. He's and I was like, like are you, you telling me you're... not to wear it? Because I like this jumpsuit. And he goes, I don't mind it. So yeah, he's like, I'm not I'm like, well, if you it. don't care and yeah. I don't care, I'm gonna keep wearing yeah. this jumpsuit. That's another thing about having kids is you're give a fuck is it's as low as it can go yeah also i don't think it's a secret i have a vagina i've been pregnant twice yeah so yeah sorry about it no camel toe i still have a vagina yeah but yeah that's that i would say that's the difference i walked into my husband's uh office today just to and just talking about like touched out and stuff like my husband's the kind of guy where like you give him like an inch Mm mm-hmm like, so I gave him t- today when we were downstairs, I gave him a little like graze. You know, I walked by graze his little, yeah. graze his butt. You got to do it five times a day. And said, oh yeah, we talked about this. Graze his butt and was, gave him a little kiss. And then I walked up after the nap and he was in his office and I walked into his office and I was like, hey, I'm going to go um, do a couple things and then work out. And he said, do you need any goo? <gasps> no, he didn't. <laughs> Nicholas. He's because <laughs> I'm technically about to ovulate, so he's like, "Are we doing like? Do you need?" He said, and his that's his way of being like, "Want to fuck? Want to have sex? Do you need any go?" And I said, "No, I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't need any. <laughs> just check." And he just said, and he any. said, "Okay, cool." He didn't get. He didn't care. He laughed. He was like, "I don't care," but he was just wanted to make sure that it was out there. That not he was, even he was ready to give me the want, go. but do no, you do you need, need any it? go? Do you need any? Like, go? Are you, you need, low on goo? Do you need my sperm today? And I said, "No." After the meetings we had, I think we're gonna wait for a minute to try again. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I figured. I was just." He's like, "I was just just put, in case." He said, "I was just putting it. it out there." Thank God he put it out there. Now I know he can give me the go if I need it. it the- <laughs> That as long yeah. as long as in the there middle is a of a work day, he's like, the goo. "You need any goo? I'm your guy." You know where my office is, babe. The guy is right here Upstairs. to give the goo. Oh my god! Do you need any? I love that need was his word of choice. Not want. Not Do you want, want any goo. No. Do you need any goo? And I said, "No, I'm we're good. good. We're good, good on the goo. I'm gonna work out goo free. Oh Thank you. I'm gonna god. go do my booty after baby." fittest core which i've been doing i'm on my 11th class i've seen major glute gains her before and after is crazy and she's only 10 in i it's crazy i'm actually very excited but like i'm i'm do so i'm doing her program and uh we're not going to self-promote too much on this podcast but her program is pretty epic and it's extremely hard 
And so my husband's been noticing that I'm doing this glute program because he apparently stares at my ass the entire fucking day. So do Morgan and I. Because he's like, I'm noticing your glute gains and I would like to give you some goo. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I've noticed with the more your glutes grow, the more goo you I need. Love to give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bigger so the I was glutes, like, the bigger no, the need go for do goo. my workout without being good. Yeah, first thanks. I was trying to explain. I cannot believe this is trans. We're just talking goo we're, now, but who knows where um, we've gone with this episode? I was trying to explain goo to Chase and like why <laughs> you know no free goo is free a goo thing. Is which like one day when we make t-shirts, very liberal. That free will group. be a, free goo. Free goo. Free goo is a very kind thing yeah. to do. Well, yeah. And I was trying to explain to him that it's the goo stays in there. <laughs> like literally the it'll goo be never leaves. It'll be 48 hours and you stand up from peeing and there's a, a glob that Ew. comes out and you're like, we had sex Why? a day and a half ago. Why? And it's still. How did it get up there and live there? It, the, the goo just keeps hanging coming. On. It keeps going. That's what I was explaining. And he was laughing and I was like, you would understand why that's uncomfortable, yeah. right? Yeah. And he was like, I guess so. No, like, they don't get it. They don't get it. Your no. mess stays. They get to go and move on with their lives. Mm -hmm. We have to deal with all the consequences. Yeah. Of yeah. Oh, that is, I mean, that's on, that's on topic for being touched out. Yeah. It's tough, I mean, though. Any, but touched out is just every day. I mean, with a toddler, I, I remember thinking touched out was the most prevalent when you're breastfeeding and when they're really, really young and all that stuff. But now I think where we are now is a very touched out. See, I feel it more now than I did place. postpartum. Yeah. I Because I, they're whining and they're hanging on you and they're, yes. pulling, they're pulling on you and they're tugging on you and they're fucking pulling every... They're... There's a difference they have, in their need for it. And they have all access. Yes. Passes when they to were, your body. When you were breastfeeding, it was literally a life or death thing. Or when they were newborns or even, gosh, a year old, they were so small that they could just, that's yeah. all they knew still. But now that yeah. they're walking, have been walking and are independent and all that, that like, like I'll be making breakfast and he's up, up, peace, up, up peace. Up, and up, I'm like, mommy, hold. I yeah. need to finish making breakfast yeah. and now i know that they understand like and they can use their I'm words saying They're, they choose not to yes and so that's another thing i think that's triggering too is i'm like you're hearing me say that i yeah. cannot hold you right now yeah. mommy needs to make her breakfast yeah because mommy's a monster if she hasn't eaten yeah give me a minute and i can hold you Vera doesn't even let me go to the bathroom no I, he I sits on my lap when i, I don't go to the bathroom alone she's comes with me and she plays with all the stuff in the bathroom and she tugs on me and she stares at my vagina and she's like mommy yeah. pee pees i'm like yeah baby mommy's pee peeing mommy's going to wipe mommy's going to yeah. flush and she's just all over me throwing every all my makeup down and doing her makeup and it's cute but it's also like i can i can i pee have one Thing. Yeah. And then there's just the constant hanging and the constant tugging and the moaning. And like you can't get anything done no. without being touched and groped and pulled. Nope. And it just, it starts to be a little maddening. Yeah. And, and I know that there will be elements, of course, right now it's such a cute age that I know that there's going to be a lot of things that I miss. Oh, for sure. That I won't miss. Yeah. I think I'll admit, I, I don't know. Not being able to do a simple function is going to be hard to miss. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to pee without my son sitting on my lap. Yeah. Like, literally most of the time. And crying. I mean, if yeah. I shower, she stands there crying and yeah. yelling that I'm in the shower. I mean, she's, it's really just. Yeah. And then, you know, I brush my hair. And there's a lot of things that are just so cute. You know, she wants to do her makeup. She yeah. wants to brush her hair. And I love all that stuff. Yeah. But just the simple being able to go to the bathroom is Right. It's something that I think m- most men will never understand. No. Is not being able, like Nick has known what it's like to pee and, and take a shit uh, on his own. 45 minute his long entire, shit. Yeah, the 45 minute shit. That's another episode. God, men really, Nick will be like, cool if I go to the bathroom. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, they have to ask permission. I texted y'all about this the other yeah, day. Yeah, but they ask because they want you to say yes so that they can take 45 yeah. minutes to Chase will go, he'll go, hey, are you good if I you go could, to the bathroom? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, see you in fucking 40 minutes. Yeah. I got it. Like, I've never taken a 45-minute shit. If I take that long, you better be calling the hospital. Yeah, call the police. Mm-hmm. Someone stole me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not taking a 45-minute shit. No, it's why they all have No, hemorrhoids. they're sitting on the toilet, and they're checking their phone, and they're watching Sports Center, mm-hmm. Or they're listening to some fucking basketball podcast. Yeah. And they're just like they relishing in their time that they don't have to deal with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're living for that time that they do not have to deal with their kid or us. They're just sitting on the toilet, living for it, taking their precious time. No one's calling for them. No mm-hmm. one's pulling on them. No. Because the kid is pulling on us. Right. Yeah. That's what the that's what's hard about being touched out now is it's for me, it's overstimulating. Yeah. Like I just need to be able to flip my egg on the skillet yeah. so that I or can make my let breakfast. Let me send this email. Yeah. Yes. She wouldn't like today tonight she would not let me send an email. Yeah. It she one kept thing- taking my phone sitting on my lap and taking my phone and I was like I I'm going to lose my fucking yeah. mind. But they're so goddamn cute. I know. That, and they're so beautiful that you're just like, I fucking want to throw you across the room. But I also want to smooch your head you. every second. Yeah, I'm obsessed with One you. thing that's been really hard for me that nobody warned me about was Eli wanting to sit on my lap but literally not being able to because of my belly. Your tummy, yeah. And that's been... That's been one oh, thing that's been, baby. I know, that's been really hard. I wish that somebody had warned me about that because that sounds silly, but it actually is kind of an emotional thing. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, for so long, can you see him moving right now? Yeah, he's moving so much. For so long, he could sit and like be, oh. you know, can he nuzzled lay, can he into. Sit, like straddling you? We've figured it your, out. Yeah. Like he'll, I'll have him here and his like legs right here, but he would get so frustrated i mean like screaming i i never thought about that he couldn't yeah i know i wish that somebody had warned me and again that sounds like a silly warning but it really messed with him and he didn't understand well you know baby baby why it's there like there's no room and now he's used to it and i've heard from so many moms that that first lap sit again postpartum with your oldest is great but that is that's actually like the opposite of being touched out is because I would want love that. for him to be able to. But there are frustrations that have come with that when he gets frustrated and I'm just like, you cannot sit on my lap because there is literally not room. No room. Yeah. yeah. That's been a hard I thing. I can't imagine that because Farrah sits, I mean, we sit, we're a very physical mm-hmm. mom and daughter. Mm-hmm. Like we, I don't, I don't come from a very physical family. Like 
my brothers and I and my parents and I are extremely close. My brothers are my best friends, but we are not a touchy family. Like yeah. we don't really touch each other, We're the which same is weird. Too, we don't really touch. Yeah. Um, but with my kid, we are so, I mean, we kiss and hug. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. like in, she is a crustacean on my body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like she literally is a crustacean. So we are so touchy that I can't, that's another thing I just can't imagine not being able to. Yeah. It's hard. I bet it's hard. It is hard. Which like just went full circle from me saying I'm touched I know. out. Be- <laughs> no. Okay. So we're t- this episode is called touched out, but actually we want to be touched like, no, I, But that's what it is. Like it's, oh God. That's motherhood it is, is like, motherhood. it's just a fucking. It's a mind fuck, man. It's a mind you fuck. want one thing and then you want the other. It's, it's so wild. Cheers to motherhood is a mind fuck. That. Rock, rock, rock me, mama.